0: So, it is fantastic to be with you all again. As you know by now, if you're a regular, I do two shows a week. Um, Normally, they're around 6pm UK time, but... uh, Because my special guest that we've got on today is the other side of the world, we've had to do a bit of adjusting so that it's not the middle of the night for him. So we're doing an early show today. Uh, So welcome to the channel. As always, have that strong Bitcoin hand, that core belief. Buy your Bitcoin, get it off an exchange onto your Trezor put it away safe, get on with your life, have a fab life and don't watch charts. Um, If you're watching this on catch up down in the bottom right hand corner, you'll see the subscribe button. So do subscribe, do bash the bell button, Um, hit the like button, share this video so that we can keep it uh, current on YouTube. Um, As always, you can follow me across all of the platforms that I'm on, be it Twitter. This is going live right now on bitbacker.io. It will be uploaded on on Bittube and BitTube and Steam it a bit later, as well as another platform that this goes up on, which is called uh, Bittube. Uh, before we get into it, my disclaimer, as always, you're not going to get any financial advice here. So don't take anything I say as financial advice. It is merely the commentator's perspective and any guests that I get on my show's perspective. So I would encourage you all do what I did if you're looking at this video for the first time in the future, go down the rabbit hole, do your own research, find out what Bitcoin is, find out you know where it 's going, read the white paper, read the book the Bitcoin Standard, um, draw your own conclusions and then only invest what you can afford to lose. So that is my disclaimer. Um, you can also check out. Every video I've ever done on my website uh, on the screen, which is uh, ukbitcoinmaster.com. Um, there will be another website appearing soon because I'm going to start putting all these live interviews in a package all on their own so people can simply go and watch the live interviews. And finally, um if you want to drop me a small tip, maybe a bit of a Satoshi or a Satoshi, me at UKBitcoinMaster is there. Um, do check out the notes below. Um, links to Hass's channel are below. Links to buy trezors, uh, t-shirts, register on Coinbase. Everything imaginable you will find in the notes sections up below. So today is the 2nd of May 2019. And you know what? Life is absolutely wrecking by. It is crazy. I've been in Bitcoin now over two years and I blinked and I got a phone call to say, Do you know what Bitcoin is? And it's like two years have gone. And we were just talking off 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 um camera and I was chatting to my guest and and he was saying, you know, you'll take this with you. This will see you out. You know, this is And I believe that. I just can't put it down. I can't sleep. I'm always thinking about it. Um, You know, so it gives me fantastic pleasure to introduce my guest to you. um, And that is Hass. Hass McCook, over to you, Guy. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having us on. Okay, right. So let me get the screen side by side. So there we are. So Hass is down in Australia. Um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to, um for the benefit of any newbies on the show, I'm going to just ask Hass a series of questions. We're going to have a conversation, but there'll be some questions uh, amongst that, Um really to help you newbies to understand what you're going to get into if you do, why you should get into it, and to help us to help you to build your belief that this is a good investment. So, Hass, uh, welcome to uh, my live show. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, what I'd like to do is start the uh, the call off by asking you if, be very kindly, tell your audience, uh, my audience, our audience, um, a little bit about your background uh, before you got into Bitcoin. Be, most people seem to be very interested in that.
1: Yeah. So, uh, so my background is a is a unique one in the space. In, in that uh, I have no, no background whatsoever in uh, in the worlds of traditional uh, computer science or finance or anything like that. I'm a, I'm a civil engineering. Uh, 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 sorry, I'm a civil engineer by profession, uh, with a with a master of engineering in uh, in uh, major major project uh, management. Uh, I've done uh, and I've done an MBA at uh, at Oxford, and that's uh, that's where I found Bitcoin uh, back in uh, back in uh, early 2013. So uh, uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's a uh, that's me in an extremely quick uh, quick nutshell. So uh, I uh, my uh, my time in Bitcoin spans about five and a half years uh, now. It's been a been a bit of a roller coaster, and uh, my uh, particular. Uh, Niche in the in the Bitcoin world is related to my background in civil engineering and that's uh, Bitcoin mining and uh, The analysis of the of the Bitcoin
0: mining market Fantastic, so in terms of how long I've been in Bitcoin then you are definitely an OG Is that is that am I allowed to say that?
1: (laughs) I I wouldn't I wouldn't say so. Tw- five and a half years isn't really uh, that long. I've uh, I've only lived through two bear cycles, so uh, I was uh, I had a baptism of fire in in Bitcoin. So I uh, I bought the twenty thirteen top. Oh,
0: and, so uh, you you bought uh, and, a top and
1: rode it all the way down.
0: <laughs> so you 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 did for the newbies. Um, the top in twenty seventeen we know it just tipped twenty thousand. So, if you yeah. bought some Bitcoin at twenty thousand, what hass is saying you bought the top, and then of course it starts to go on its slide or its pullback um, and then you know has i mean twenty thousand back to three and a half thousand is a massive pullback um, did that feel the same for you when you bought the top in 2013 was it was it the same emotion or or not so bad bearing in mind the price was nothing like it was in 2017?
1: in in terms of percentages it was uh, it was just about as bad look i, I think uh, for the people that have been around for these uh two bull two bull uh bear uh, uh runs and the ones that have been around uh, even longer i'd say that the the most recent bear uh was a was a was a probably the easiest one in history uh and i think the the twenty fourteen twenty fifteen one was uh was the real serious one because there was. Uh, it's it's very different when something goes from a thousand dollars down to two hundred dollars, and you know there's you know just uh, immense amounts of uh, of speculation. Is this thing gonna live? Is this thing gonna die? And when something goes from twenty thousand dollars to four thousand dollars, but there happens to be a network of satellites flying around the world beaming Bitcoin down to the world. So at this point. Uh, the the risk of it going down to zero uh, is much 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 less than what it was back when it dropped from a thousand down to two hundred. So uh, so times back then uh, were extremely trying. Uh, but what will what will I'm sure talk about uh, with the with the guests later on today is uh, you know how to how to correct uh, from uh, from the error of uh, of going uh, too hard and too excited uh, in the in the midst of a bubble and uh correcting course over the long term with just
0: sort of a uh, a mindset change attitude change and habit change well it's funny you say that because um you know when i got into bitcoin I went down a rabbit hole, I started to learn, but you know what, even I made mistakes in the 2017, um, the bull run, and even I was telling people, my God, this is going to the moon, you've got to get in, and of course I've learned so much since, that you've got to understand when we're on a bottom and when we're hitting a top, you know, if we're hitting a top you know, I now know that, you know, the best thing you can do is take a little bit of profit off, you know, and then come back in at a lower price or take your profit and, you know, enjoy some of your takings or whatever you do, you know, reinvest back yeah. in. But you know, even I've learned now, you know, don't buy the top. So but that only comes obviously with experience and, and understanding and, and hindsight.
1: What... Nobody yeah uh, nobody knows what the what the top's gonna be or what the bottom's gonna be. Uh so uh, and uh, and we'll we'll drill down into 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 this when we talk about things like dollar cost averaging yeah, uh, sure. uh, a little later on in the show.
0: So did you say you bought your first Bitcoin in 2013? Is that what you said?
1: Yeah. So uh, so so basically. Uh, so uh, during uh, during my uh, my MBA studies, we had a we had a an assignment about, you know, well, I call it an assignment, but we were basically tasked with, you know, solving all the world's problems and, you know, fixing <laughs> yeah. the world. And, yeah. and, and, the, and, the problem we were we were tasked with uh, was uh, the the aging population demographic crisis. Yep. So, following you know that rabbit hole, we you know reached the point of uh, you know uh, immigration as a solution uh, to the problem, where you know uh, young migrants go to a you know an aging economy work and send money back home. When we got to that aspect of the research, the sending the money back home, uh, we, found, uh, we found quite a huge problem. And uh, we took the case of, of South Africa. And, uh, and in particular, uh, the Zambian uh, uh, miner working the gold mines of South Africa. So when the Zambian miner back in 2012 was sending uh, 200 US dollars, their monthly wage, uh, back home through Western Union, Ah uh, Western Union uh, was slugging them a twenty five percent remittance fee. Uh, the global average <coughs> remittance fee at the time was around eleven uh, percent uh, with the with the Zambia uh, South Africa corridor being uh, you know one of the more extensive ones and looking at remittance led me down uh, led me down the the Bitcoin rabbit hole. so I learned all about Bitcoin in uh, would have been around. April 2013, during uh, during the first of the, the, the 2013 bubbles, and I thought, this is great. I've got to buy me, you know, some of this stuff. <laughs> uh, looked around, you know, I've tried to figure out how to buy it, but as an as a Aussie student living in England at the time... <laughs> you know everything was everything was dodgy like uh, yep. you know trying to send money to mount gox was like an impossible errand yeah uh, the only person like selling in england was this company called bitterlicious uh, <laughs> now apparently they're they're legit and they still exist but you know at the time you know you hear that you hear the word bitterlicious yeah. and you say you know i'm going to stay away from this and you know when i when i finish uni i go back to go back to australia in October. Uh, I'll uh, I'll look into it and try buy some uh, some Bitcoin uh, locally. Uh, I get back to Sydney uh, in October and the bull, he's making his charge. <laughs> so uh, so I I read the I read the white paper in you know April May and I pretty much uh, was was convinced that you know Bitcoin was was the way and really it's only a matter of time until people like catch on to what this thing is and like start buying it and this thing. Like this thing's a goer, and these these things are going to be a million bucks each uh, one day. But they're only two hundred bucks now, and I got time. When I go back to Sydney, I'll sort it out. Uh, but when the bull started to move, I'm like, damn, this is uh, this is going to to a million bucks now. So I better get in quick. <laughs> uh, so I uh, I signed up uh, to a to a Bitcoin exchange, did all my KYC, all of that kind of stuff. Took a took a painful seven days. And in that seven days, the price went from like 200 bucks to 450 bucks. You know, the, the bull was moving and the bull was moving quick. Yep. So I got my verification and then got slapped with my, you know, congratulations. You've been, uh, you know, you've been verified. Uh, you can now buy up to $200 of Bitcoin a day, you know, for your, for your own safety, for your own good. Uh, but every time you make a deposit into the exchange, uh, we'll pop up your daily limit, you know, by 50 bucks or whatever it is. So... Every morning, I'd go down uh, to the bank with $1,000 in cash, split it into $50, $20 deposits so that every deposit could uh, could ramp up my, uh, yep. my, my total uh, yep. d- a daily buying allowance until I hit the, the daily buy-in allowance cap of, uh, I think the cap was $2,000. Now, by the time I could actually get $2,000 in per day, uh, Bitcoin was 1000 bucks each. <laughs> so I did like I did like a a good amount of buying at, at, at you know nine hundred a grand and because you know Aussie dollars weaker than the US it went eleven hundred Aussie twelve hundred Aussie you know thirteen hundred Aussie and then uh, the pop happened and the pop happened uh, uh, happened pretty quickly so uh, just coming out of uh, university had uh, you know the the rest of my disposable money had gone into Bitcoin. And, uh, and then it was just time, uh, time for a job. I went back to work in my field in the construction game and I, uh, I you know, lived life uh, as normal. I was convinced and sold on Bitcoin and uh, just started buying dips and dollar cost averaging uh, quite, quite regularly. And, uh, and over time, uh, I did bring my, uh, my cost basis down. Uh, it did take, uh, uh, I must say, uh, several years yeah uh you know it was a it was a long 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 uh, uh bear market so there was time for a, uh, accumulation uh the psychology was different back then as well so uh you know i still kick myself you know saying oh i wish i bought more when they were 200 bucks i wish i bought more than when they were 300 bucks but we could all say uh, that uh, couldn't we even even the biggest bulls at that point uh uh were saying this thing uh this thing is dead uh you know, don't touch it with a with a you know sixty foot pole. Uh, but uh, you know, if you if you're stuck to your if you're stuck to your convictions, and uh, there's there's a there's a lot of things to have uh, you know convictions about in the in the Bitcoin world, and and we'll get to that uh, uh, shortly. Uh, savings uh, savings mentality does
0: uh, does save your life. So my well, my question then breaks. my my question is. So when you bought, and it, the ball was running, and then she collapsed, that did not put you off and make you think, what an idiot Ponzi scheme I just got into. You'd done enough research to know that you just bought the top, and you just had to dollar cost average back yeah, in I again? Just had
1: to, I, just had to, I just had to cop it. Like, I knew like at the time I was buying, like 1000 bucks was cheap. Like I read the white paper, I yep. was totally like I had convinced and satisfied myself that just on remittance industry alone, crunched numbers, that you know picking this up for anything under fifty grand was going to be a deal. <laughs> under fifty grand uh, back and, then, and yeah, back then, like, because uh, even back then uh, we were still throwing around ridiculous numbers, like you know, you know, trillions, hundreds of billions, like uh, money, like even in 2013 was you know quite meaningless uh, especially after having gone through an mba program studied finance yep. and just had a look at like you know some some business case studies of like you know corporate uh, mergers and acquisitions that are in the tens and hundreds of billions like in the scheme of things a fifty thousand dollar bitcoin will get you a you know a trillion dollar market cap like it's not much no yeah, okay uh so i was so i was fairly convinced that you know anything under a uh, anything under the trillion dollar market cap zone uh, would be a good buy. And now it's just uh, hopefully, you know, I have uh, more time than other people to, you know, find out this information. Yeah. And as soon as all the ball moving, I'm like, shit, it looks like everybody's found out about Bitcoin and, you know, now's the time. (laughs) So I've always been a little bit of a, a collapsitarian pessimist and I thought, you know what, the financial apocalypse is here. Everyone's wisened up. Uh, we need to get in on this uh, on this Bitcoin thing, but older and uh, older and wiser now, having uh, having lived through uh, having lived through two two runs now, and uh, interesting to interested to see what's gonna what the future holds for us.
0: <laughs> well, I'll tell you something. That's definitely given me a different perspective on it because obviously you've got that MBA and you know you've got a bit of finance background, and for those that are out there watching this show right now, if that does not tell you you need to start accumulating some Bitcoin, then I don't know what the hell will. So on that note, um, well, firstly, people, pound the like button. Strong hand. Pound the like button, people. That helps us. Um, so, Hass, when I've watched you on Adam Meister's show, the Bitcoin Meister show, there's something you keep referring to. Now, maybe... I didn't learn this at school, but, you know, maybe everybody's going to say, what? But I heard you mention something called tithing. So tell me, what is tithing with relation to Bitcoin? What does it mean? Because you kept saying, keep tithing.
1: Yeah. So basically, the, the dictionary definition of uh, of tithing, it's, uh, it's actually a religious term. Right. And it's a. Uh, uh, and uh, you know, I uh, I'm quite a spiritual guy in that uh, I I would even uh, say I'm a I'm a worshiping card-carrying member of the Church of Satoshi, <laughs> and, uh, and 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 uh, and my weekly purchases are, are my tithe to the church. Right. Okay. So uh, uh, you know, historically, various religions, uh, you know, spanning the gamut—Christianity, Judaism, Islam, Mormonism—they all have a mechanism, you know, for for tithing and giving uh, giving to the church some have uh, you know uh, quite a bit of structure on you know how 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 much you tithe when you do it who you do it to all that kind of stuff but effectively what it is is handing money over to the organization uh, to further the cause and efforts of the organization yep now in the context of a of a, of a religious organization that's you know Building out churches, you know, doing charitable, you know, work, all that kind of stuff for NPOs like Greenpeace, Red Cross. You know, it's, uh, you know, it's uh, handing over money, you know, to save the trees or to save the whales or yep. or whatever the cause may be. Yep. Uh, now, uh, I uh, some people, you know, would say they're in Bitcoin for the technology. Some will say they're there for the money. I'm uh, I'm actually here, sort of, for the charity. Okay. And uh, I believe. Uh, uh, Bitcoin is uh, is one of only two charities in the world uh, where, when you donate money, you could uh, you you have a big potential of becoming uh, wealthy in the future. Uh, the second one being uh, the Clinton Global Initiative. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Clinton Global Initiative. So basically, what you're saying is then it's a double-edged sword because by investing into Bitcoin, you are helping the cause, you are helping the the ultimate mass global adoption. But equally, as a byproduct of that, um, by helping the adoption, you're helping yourself. So by helping others, yep. you help yourself. Is that where you're coming from?
1: And, and importantly, you've, you've, got to, you've got to actually, you know, going one layer deeper is what is the actual cause? Yep. And if you, have a, if you have a look at what the cause of Bitcoin is, uh, I don't think you'll find a more noble cause in the world. It's, uh, it's basically the ultimate financial equalizer, uh, yep. you know, uh, the, the elimination of, of theft through, inf- through inflation uh, the elimination of, you know, uh, military hegemony, uh, you know, uh, putting putting a leash on the putting a leash on tyrants, on 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 government, uh, you know, giving uh, giving the worker uh, an undilutable paycheck. Uh, there's there is there is no cause more worthy of your charity uh, than Bitcoin. So the, why not libertarian, libertarian? Rich.
0: You're talking of libertarianism.
1: No. Basically, uh, basically, but but not even uh, not even needing to put it under under the the branch because it doesn't even necessarily fall under libertarianism, in uh, in every sense of the word. It's just uh, it's uh, monetized monetized fairness. It's just uh, uh, creating uh, creating an, an equal an equal uh, playing field and uh, giving you the the best opportunity to go and pursue uh, liberty and freedom
0: taking personal responsibility back for your own finances from the governments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And I cover this a lot on my show. So, so yeah, well, I mean, when you put it like that, then I guess there isn't any greater cause, is there, really? You know, that? I mean, okay, there is if you want to get into, you know, Christianity, the church, whatever. Um, but in terms of the world that we live in, there couldn't be anything finer to put your time and your money into, really. That's what you're there's,
1: uh, there's nothing uh, more quantifiable than it. Because every, if you really think about the root cause of the majority of uh, you know social social ills, people always say you know money is the root of all evil. Uh, it isn't, uh, but fiat certainly is, I believe. And uh, if we can actually come to a monetary standard, uh, uh, money is pure righteousness, uh, whereas uh, whereas fiat is uh, is the evil. Uh, so right now, when I look at the Bitcoin charts, the only reason I look at the charts is just to see. Uh, what level of, uh, of righteous money there is in the world. And currently we're sitting at $100 billion of righteous wealth versus uh, quadrillions of uh, diseased uh, fiat uh, tyrannical wealth. So as Bitcoin increases in value, the, the power of good increases in value as well, and in strength.
0: What an incredible so I, philosophy. I see, the,
1: I see the Bitcoin battle as a, as a, as a battle of, uh, as of you know good versus evil.
0: Well, listen, I take my hat off, mate. That's an incredible philosophy. I mean, we say that a lot, you know, on our channels, but we don't say it like you just said it, you know. So if you want to do some good in the world, get into Bitcoin and help, help, help Bitcoin to become the world currency, the world store of value, whatever you want to call it. Make the world yep. a better place. And as a byproduct, and you'll be for it. Yeah, absolutely incredible. That's, I'll just so look that's to the... I mean.
1: Go on. So, yeah, that's why that's why I made the statement that I that I like to specifically use the word tithe because uh, it's almost religious to me.
0: OK, now I get it. I get it. I've just looked at the chat over there. Uh, Mr. Barefoot Barry, New Zealand. Welcome. Um, I love what he just said. I lost a lot of BTC on ICOs in the early days. I would never do that again. BTC is the one. I'm a believer, strong hand. How many people have got to play around with ICOs and all this rubbish that's out there and these rubbish coins? I won't uh, t coins that will lose your money. You never know when a candle's going to go massively green. None of us do. You never know when it's going to massively red and you lose out and you take you know you lose your position. So you know, barefoot Barry just said that. You know, so many people have lost so much. Just buy some Bitcoin. Don't try and trade. Don't try and understand charts, study stuff. Just buy it, accumulate, get on with your life and help um, the Bitcoin. I'll use the term loosely religion. So Hass question. There's a lot of debate around what a Bitcoin maximalist is. Okay. Um, for me, without getting into it. A Bitcoin maximalist for me is, and, and I believe I am, or I, my, 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 my holdings are pretty well 99% Bitcoin. OK, I've got a little bit of Ethereum and I've got some forks or some airdrops that I got off of Bitcoin. But Bitcoin for me is, and I hate to say it from a great film called Highlander, the one okay um bitcoin is the one it is the rock it is the future it's the one that's got the most hash rate it's the one that's got a 10 year history it's the one that's decentralized you know peer to peer whatever i need to say are you a bitcoin maximalist and if you are how do you define that you know your bitcoin maximalism
1: yeah i uh, like like i said uh, thou shall take no false uh, coins before me <laughs> Love it. Okay, so, so it's yeah, one and only one. Okay, so you are I'm simply. No at, I, you... I would definitely be. <laughs> I would definitely be a Bitcoin maximalist. So do do you? So, I mean, so and, and 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 I I say that because I'm actually not here for the tech. Yeah. Like I'm uh, I'm too uh, too simple to actually understand the nitty gritty of the tech and be able to dissect the tech of Bitcoin versus the tech of every other. Uh, you know coin but I understand uh, the the value of the decentralized unconfiscatable
0: uncensorable immutable uh,
1: hard cap Uh, you don't you don't need to be tech minded uh, to know that to know that this is you know that this is this is the cure to what ails us Uh, you know putting random stuff on a blockchain to be a world computer like yeah sure that's cool (laughs) <laughs> like, is that really going to solve systemic poverty, or like inequality, or anything like that? Really, no. I don't know. Uh, with a with a with a monetary standard, a new strong monetary standard, there's a there's a huge chance that we can achieve something uh, quite remarkable and monumental. So, so, in terms of you know, the tech of blockchain, not very uh, not very phased by it. I'm uh, I'm one track one track Bitcoin.
0: Love it, and that's the people I love to interview on the show.
1: And and it's, uh, for for me, Bitcoin
0: is uh, yeah, it's a spirituality uh, and uh, and a philosophy. Cool, um, Elaine, my lovely wife, put something in the chat. Um, is it easy to buy a small amount on a regular basis? Well, the answer to that is yes. If you're using something like Coinbase. Um, you can actually set it up so that you can, you know, or it can automatically buy you some. I believe every week or every month, something like that. Obviously, with Coinbase, you're going to go through your KYC and AML, um, know your customer and anti money laundering. For newbies on the show that don't um, don't understand the terminology, but yeah, in answer to that, if you're a newbie watching this, yes, there are ways that you can set it up so you can buy a tiny amount, what you can afford. You know, here's the thing. Even a tenner a week is better than nothing at all. Even a tenner a month, as as um, has said, over a two, three, four, five year period, you can accumulate a nice bit of Bitcoin that as it grows. And we've already discussed that on the show, could really look after you and your family in the future. Certainly children, your grandchildren, for sure. Has, do you want to say something?
1: Yeah actually I'll uh, I'll share a I'll share a link in okay. uh, in the, in the live chat and you might be able to put this in the show notes and I've actually uh, done an analysis okay. of uh, uh, so basically I've uh, you know I've assumed that everyone is uh, is religious and they you know and they're tithing uh, 10% uh, of uh, of their, their paycheck yep and I've uh, and based on the the average OECD uh, uh, salary I think that'd be like an investment of like, uh, I think $77 a week or whatever it is. But, uh, you know, the point notwithstanding, the amount doesn't matter as long as the amount is regular. And I've done basically, uh, an analysis of, uh, what if you were to invest, you know, every single day since 2011, uh, where would you be at? Uh, what, what would have happened if you invested, you know, every Monday or every Tuesday so it's uh it's quite interesting to see how uh, how huge the returns are uh with just you know a small outlay that's just consistent so i've got the uh, the link right yeah, here pop, just
0: pop it to, there for everyone just, pop it there for everyone
1: that just would i might even uh, uh do a little screen share
0: yeah hang on then let me make you um full screen there you go
1: so let me see if i can if I can screen share this bad boy
0: <laughs> If the technology doesn't let us down
1: <clears throat> Oh dear, how do I do There we go Screen Share screen So what are you guys uh, So are you seeing uh, No, just you Alright oh, Looks like uh, could be could be something with the, could be something with your portal there.
0: Okay. Well, no, we did it with Rocky Palumbo. He shared his screen, but um, in the interest of time, that we've got the link there. Um, I, guys, I would encourage you all to go and click on that link and see what Hass is is about there. Um, I'm certainly going to look at it um, for sure. Um, I'm mindful of time, Hass. So, and I got three or four more questions. So, let, let's just move sure. on. <clears throat> Obviously, we yeah. we know. Uh, that Bitcoin is going to be the future. But we also know that it's, you know, it's got a few issues in terms of its scaling and fees, etc. Lightning Network. Tell me about your views on Lightning Network. Is that a game changer for the future, do you think?
1: Oh, yeah. Big game changer. Huge game changer.
0: Tell Uh, my audience uh, why. So uh, uh,
1: the thing with Bitcoin is uh, no amount of uh, intellect, Or enthusiasm can replace uh, time in the saddle yep so it's a it's a holders game and it's uh, it's really just needs uh, you just need to immerse yourself into it and you can just naturally see how how uh, rapidly and dramatically things are improving but they they do so in slow motion so if I were to compare uh, Bitcoin uh, in its current state to what it was a year ago it's unrecognizable Yep. Uh, a year before that, even more unrecognizable. And when I first, first bought in, in 2013, Bitcoin was basically useless back then. Yep. Uh, but for the people that had been in since 2010, uh, they'd say, you know, 2013 Bitcoin is the best thing we've ever seen in our lives. And 2010 <laughs> Bitcoin was useless. Yep. And, uh, and you know, in, in the year 2020, or oh, sorry, we're almost there. So I suppose in, you know, 2022 or, or, or thereabouts, we're going to say, you know, 2019 Bitcoin, you know, is old school. It was it was useless and unusable back then So in terms of in terms of scaling and and fees and all of that kind of stuff, uh, just the other day uh, you know, we had I think uh, the fourth highest daily transactions in history 460,000 odd uh, transactions in a day Uh, yet uh, Transaction fees were down 86% from the last time that happened so things just naturally improve. Things yep. like Lightning, uh, you yep. know, SegWit, uh, upcoming sh- uh, Schnorr signatures, uh, a new uh, version of Bitcoin Core just got launched about an hour ago. We're at version zero point uh, eighteen. Uh, it's just that uh, it moves and it moves and it moves. And uh, Lightning has—I can't even keep up uh, with what's uh, with what's happening on Lightning. I've got myself a Casa node, and I. Uh, I seem to be updating that that thing every two or three days, <laughs> and, uh, and there's just new features every two or three days. Maybe not every two or three days. There's been a lot of upgrades the past uh, past you know two weeks, and there's been a lot of updates. But you know, uh, you know, my my Carta node, uh, you know, as at today's update, is it, like it's just not recognisable. Like the Caser I bought three months ago, like doesn't compare. Uh, to you know the, the current functionality, so now I've got you know my CASA sitting behind you know Tor, uh, you know ultra private, all of that yep. kind of good stuff. I yep. can I can remotely tap into it, so I've got my phone wallet hooked into my node at home, and I can you know send full. Uh, I can verify and send my own you know uh, Bitcoin and Lightning transactions. I've got a I've got a, a CASA uh, browser extension. Uh, that's hooked into my node and I pay all my lightning invoices through the browser extension and it's just Things just keep coming and coming and coming and it's not just uh it's not just Castro. I'm just mentioning castle because I have experience with it You've got a whole bunch of others. You've got the you've got the the Noddle which is you know for the for the power users You've got uh, you know samurai launching, uh, you know their plug-and-play uh, node box uh, you know soon enough and uh, uh, It's uh You know, it's uh, definitely it's not a passing fad anymore. There's lots of people with skin in the game, actively developing, building hardware. Uh, It's a very, very different environment now. Coming from 20 grand to five grand, Uh, even though it's the same percentage as coming from you know a thousand bucks down to 400, the the level of activity now is uh, is uh, is bonkers compared to Um, what it was back then. It's
0: it's basically not going away. That that that's one thing we're setting in stone. But I want to rein that back in. What you've just said for our newbies, <clears throat> um, I think where Hass and I are concerned is we're in the rabbit hole, okay? And you newbies, that is that that is almost you don't don't let anything Hass has said phase you if you're a newbie, because what we're talking about here is no different to you making a debit card payment and it jumping through five or six hoops before the payment is confirmed by your bank the clearing houses and everything else most ordinary people won't need to understand this they will just make a transaction and it will be seamless we are just down the rabbit hole and you know it's good to know how this is all working how it's evolving how it's improving so that ultimately but I must when say- but I must say, we'd probably be down the
1: philosophical rabbit hole. So, uh, my first experience with a node—so I've been in Bitcoin since you know October 2013. My first experience with a node was January this year. Okay. Because yep. I'm a techni- I'm a technological luddite. I needed someone to build me a plug-and-play product. Casa was the first person to
0: do that, so I've got a Casa node. And I'm so sure can- that. I'm sure, I'm sure the beginners. I'm sure the beginners will be saying, "Thank goodness for that," because <clears throat> I don't want to lose stop people because they're so frightened of what we're uh, saying.
1: It used to be. It used to be like uh, you know, technically. So I have a I have a masters of engineering <laughs> and, a, and an MBA. So I've got two masters degrees, and I could not put a note together. <laughs> like it's not easy. It's 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 not easy to do, and it's uh, it used to be extremely intimidating. Uh, yeah. But things are just getting better and better all the time, easier and easier uh user interfaces are getting better. There is there is no better time and it's not gonna get easier for this kind of price.
0: No, definitely because
1: not. Because the easier it gets and the cleaner it looks, uh that means the more ready it is for prime time, which means you've more missed
0: likely the boat. you've yeah. missed yeah. the boat. If you're not in, you've missed the boat. Um tell me your thoughts on this debacle that we've had going on over the last God knows how many weeks with you know the BSV issue and you know ah. CSW Mr Fake Toshi and you know has he has he and his antics damaged the space i mean i've looked at it and you know i don't think it has i think he he tried to by saying he was going to take down bcash and everything else but wh- where are we at with that and <clears throat> is that going to play any part in bitcoin's price has it played a part in the price um already what are your thoughts around mr fake toshi uh Oh, don't sue me. <laughs> <laughs> don't. Yeah, you look a little bit like Peter Cormack as well. <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, look, I, think
1: I look at things, uh, you know, back to my niche, uh, which, is, uh, which is mining. Yep. Uh, I can tell you that BSV is so irrelevant. It's not worth redirecting hash power to 51% attack it. You just make more money just mining Bitcoin. So it is so irrelevant and so small, uh, and so 51% attackable uh, for the for the for the beginners. Basically, if you can 51% uh, uh, a chain, that means you take over it, which effectively makes it worthless, completely worthless, and, and centralized. Yep. And uh, I think BSV might have one percent of Bitcoin's hash rate. Like it's a, it's effectively a joke. Uh, You know, any of, uh, you know, Bitcoin's six or seven, uh, you know, major mining pools that control, you know, between 12 and 16% of the Bitcoin hash rate can switch to mining BSV for 15 minutes and 51% attack it. Uh, But in that 15 minutes, uh, like it's just, it's just not even worth wasting 15 minutes on BSV.
0: So it's certainly nothing for
1: newbies
0: to to worry about.
1: Like, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a bit of a, for me, it's all a, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a joke and, uh, and you know, wherever you have, you know, egos at play, big yep. egos, uh, you know, things tend to, you know, uh, you know, drag out, uh, but I don't see, uh, you know, B, uh, BSV or even Bcash uh, being noteworthy should we have this chat again in, say, five years. Won't even be a, won't even be a topic of discussion.
0: Yeah, which It would have
1: was, been, been long forgotten by then.
0: Which was going to lead me to another question I was going to ask you. And I guess that's the flipping old grey matter kicking in. And it's it's gone right out of my head now. But, oh, yeah, I know what I was going to say. Um, so for those newbies watching this, I think what you've got to keep in mind based on what we've just been talking about is if you've got a decentralized platform like Bitcoin, there's no boss. There's no CEO. There's no offices. There's no figurehead. There's no potential you know point of weakness that a government could take down raid shut down or anything so when you you know when you look at you know fake toshi as we like to call him you know he is the figurehead at, at bsv so we're very much in a centralized environment again if you buy bitcoin and you hold bitcoin on your trezor as i always advise and you don't worry about what they're doing you're in a good place. Would you back that up, Hass?
1: Yeah, uh, it's uh, you know learn uh, learn to forget about uh, Bitcoin and and enjoy life. So if you can uh, find an exchange that lets you buy automatically without needing to log in and, and check price, uh, that's even better. That way you can be completely oblivious to the price. And uh, you know every couple of months, once you've accumulated a a, a, a little a little stash make sure to get those keys uh, off exchange yeah, uh, yeah definitely. So, uh, you know, uh, so there is a there is a, a fine balance of not checking the price and also letting uh, letting someone else hold on to your coins uh, uh, you know for, for for longer than is required uh, but yeah uh, you know slow slow and steady wins the race uh, try to try to avoid uh, you know news fud the fear uncertainty and doubt yep There's uh, there's, uh Unfortunately, the market is is very very small, easy to manipulate. So just uh, learn to, to to stop worrying. We uh, we've got a winner here. The cause is a uh, is a just one, and
0: uh, it's really uh, it's uh, only a matter of time. Fantastic. And I think the other thing you know before we move on, um, if you think about it, you know when you set up like a direct debit out of your bank to pay a bill or something you know, every month it happens automatically without you worrying about it. You stop thinking about it and you just get on with your life and time goes by. So if you can get something set up where every payday, whether it's weekly or monthly, you know, it is automatically being done for you. I mean, crikey, then just get on with your life and you're not even thinking about it. Those people that try to do it manually, every let's say they they're paid in the uk we tend to be once a month so yeah i'll get some bitcoin this month something happens something takes over and we don't do it whereas if it's remote it just gets done before anything else comes out of your bank. And, and, and I, I, I probably can't stress how important enough that is if you really want to do this tithing, as as, as um, Has yeah. is talking about, and do it uh, properly. So look, we're getting towards the end of the show, Has, Thanks for being on. Um, <clears throat> what advice would you give to newbies entering the space and thinking of buying... Now, I'm going to use the word crypto now. Um, what advice would you give them? and uh, we're not going to buy crypto, research. but I'm going
1: to call. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, make sure you you research uh, uh, meticulously, and you know, don't take this as investment advice. I'm not a financial advisor, but uh, and a lot of people advise against this. Uh, but unless you've really got a philosophical connection with your crypto uh, of choice, uh, it's uh, you know. Bitcoin for me is the is the ultimate uh, uh, gesture of putting my money where my mouth is. So I believe in a decentralized world. I believe in a world uh, you know with a finite uh, money supply, uh, and you know I have several other beliefs which Bitcoin facilitates. Now some people put you know their money where their mouth is at you know the voting booth and decide to you know vote for a lying politician that's going to tell them that you know yep I will deliver on these things.
0: Uh, but do. for me, I
1: prefer to deliver them myself. Yep. And, uh, and I have a vessel for that, and that vessel happens to be a cryptocurrency called Bitcoin. Uh, so I invest in it, uh, and uh, I invest in it for non-monetary uh, reasons. I invest in it because that's a way to exercise my voice, wow. literally putting money where my mouth is.
0: That is powerful. That is really powerful. And I think that's a fantastic note uh, to pull the show uh, together on so has um thank you so much for being on the call i'm hoping our viewers have got some benefit from that um if you're watching this on catch up guys do leave a comment in the notes below you know i will read them all i will respond to them all um the comments are great tell me where you're commenting from in the world that's I love that aspect of it as well. Um I'm going to do as I always do and I'm going to promote my show sponsors. I'm very proud that uh, Just Learn Bitcoin have decided to promote the channel. Um so Just Learn Bitcoin is a place where you can go if you want to learn consulting, you know, wallet services, trading courses, expl- explanations of what is Bitcoin, why Bitcoin, why should you own Bitcoin. Um Fantastic place to learn, and they've got some great packages there. Um, you know, so whether you've got an issue around coin splitting or sending coins to, you know, the wrong chain, um, end of life planning, absolutely everything is there for you. So do head on over and check out um, justlearnbitcoin.com, my official show sponsors. Um, as always, I want to leave you guys with a quote because I am a quote person and the quote I want to leave you with today and I think that fits very nicely into what we've actually just gone off the screen about. Hold on guys. What we've been talking about today, and that is knowledge. You know, has just said don't invest into anything you don't have an affiliation with, a connection with, an emotional connection with, which then comes back to knowledge, doesn't it? So an investment in knowledge will always pay you the best interest i cannot um emphasize enough how by me going down that rabbit hole 2 years ago and just spending a bit of time every day listening to other people in the space people that i respect that like has believe that Bitcoin is the future. Okay. And what you learn is immense. Now we all choose, don't we, how we spend our free time. And, you know, there's an old saying I always use. Our 24 hour day is broken up into eight, eight and eight. Yep. Eight hours sleep. You don't want to tamper with that. You know, most people have got to work for eight hours, but it's that other eight hours of stuff that where we put our time. So do you invest into TV soap operas, do you invest an hour of your time into learning some more about um, this fantastic asset class that I've discovered? For me personally, from two years ago, knowing nothing, I've invested into that side of things. Um, it stood me in good stead. It It's taught me so much. It's enabled me to connect with great people like Haas and BTC Benny and Adam Meister, Rocky Palumbo. Um, I've got a f- another phenomenal guest on in two weeks time, which I don't want to steal the thunder of right now, but somebody huge in the space just like Haas. So guys, all I can say is stay tuned. Do your own research. Invest into Bitcoin. Get your dollar cost averaging going get it a little bit going in every time you get paid so strong hand guys buy hold on a trezor get on with life guys please strong hand love it follow this channel, like it, share it, subscribe to the channel. If you're on steam it, give us an upvote and a re-steam. I would appreciate it. If you want, you can head over to tipping me, uh, tipping.me and drop a small tip, a satoshi if you want. You don't have to, of course. Do check out the notes section below. It is all in there. Links to Hass and his channels are there as well. Guys, that is the end of today's show. I will be back on Monday. Hass, finally, thanks again for being my guest on the show. And until next time, everyone, have yourselves a phenomenal Bitcoin day. We're out of here. See ya.